0: Listeners, welcome to The Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook. So I'm going to start with continuity from the last podcast, which is episode 13. And I want to start by saying Judy and I were talking about framing our lives positively for ourselves on our journey. And uh, there's actually a term for that called pronia and it was coined by John Perry Barlow. And I think we will be talking about him later because he makes an appearance in a dream of mine that I want to explore. So, um, pronia, as opposed to paranoia, which is thinking the world is out to get you, pronia is thinking the world is working in your favor. The world is on your side. Okay, and now we were also talking about the island of St. John, and we were wondering out loud, that was Hurricane Irma, right? Uh, and and uh, it's true, it, it was both. It was Hurricane Irma, and not two weeks later, Maria dumped water on St. John. So it was hit by two of the hurricanes. And now uh, another thing is that Judy and I spoke about a poem about second childhood, I couldn't remember who was the author of the poem, so I thought maybe it was William Blake. So I got the William right, but it's not Blake. It was William Shakespeare, and uh, I thought I would like to read that poem to our listeners because it's, it's a really good speech. All the world's a stage. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts, his acts being seven ages. At first, the infant, mewling and puking in the nurse's arms, and then the whining schoolboy with his satchel and shining morning face, creeping like snail, unwillingly to school, and then the lover, sighing like furnace with a woeful ballad made to his mistress's eyebrow, then a soldier full of strange oaths and bearded like the pard, jealous in honor, sudden and quick in quarrel, seeking the bubble reputation, even in the cannon's mouth And then the justice, in fair round belly, with good capon lined, with eyes severe and beard of formal cut, full of wise saws and modern instances. And so he plays his part. The sixth age shifts into the lean and slippered pantaloon, with spectacles on nose and pouch on side, His youthful hose well saved, a world too wide for his shrunk shank and his big manly voice, turning again toward childish treble, pipes and whistles in his sound. Last scene of all that ends this strange eventful history is second childhood and mere oblivion, son's teeth sun's eyes, sun's taste, son's everything. William Shakespeare. So, and last of all, we were speaking of the medicine cards. We we're speaking of the wolf medicine card. And uh, so I looked up the authors because I couldn't remember. I had said David Carson, but I said his name wrong. So his name is David Carson, and he's a Choctaw native Elder, and he is working with uh, a woman named Jamie Sams to create the medicine cards. Oracle. I am so happy to welcome our good friend, Michelle, here today, who was with us in episode 10 telling us of her ayahuasca journey. And today we are doing sleeping dream work. Not waking dream work. So, hi, Michelle.
1: Hi there. How are you? I'm pretty good.
0: Great. That's wonderful. Yes. Okay. Can I do a dream first, Michelle?
1: That's a wonderful idea. Okay, great. Okay, and then I'll do a dream after.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. So, first, I am driving. Is this is this the dream? Oh, yeah. First, I am driving, which I realize is a strange thing for me to be doing. But clearing my head, I decide I will go to Kingston. There is some dangerous moments on the road ramp off the thruway, but I pray and I am fine in the car. Then I am standing on the side of the road or rest area And a man, who I think is John Perry Barlow, has just gone hunting and kills a bear and a bird. They are in plastic bags. I feel sad and say, well, at least did you eat the bear meat? And there's a woman there that I know. And the man said, no, I did not eat the bear meat. I am a Buddhist. So I am trying to come to terms with this. (laughs) Then another bird, maybe a grouse with, let's see, white with darker stripes, larger than a songbird, has a long tail. He walks up and sort of pecks at the bear and the bird. I say, Oh, she will be sad to see. They are dead, but then they are not dead as she has brought them back to life. But now the bear is a hen. (laughs) Now the bear is a hen and they are walking around and alive. I pray that the bird please heal me too. And I bend at my knees to be closer to the bird. Then I am observing that the bird, wait, what am I observing? Then I am observing on the earth, and there is also a tiny frog. I am saying it is teeming with life. The healing bird walks under a building. So that's it, dear Michelle. Come back to your mic, please. (laughs) Doing yoga on my floor. (laughs) Okay, I'm coming back. Okay, and talk right into it, my dear. Okay. Okay. Oh. So,
1: I don't really know much to tell you. Uh, It was amazing, though. Right. Right. Uh, I was especially taken about the Buddhist part that made me crack up I laughing. Know, I know, and
0: I think that's like a Cohen. Wow! Like, how do you square this? A hunter who's a Buddhist who doesn't eat meat because he's a vegetarian. I mean, I don't know. It's yes, so but does hypocritical. Kill the,
1: yes, you know. So yes. So the would you tell that part of the story
0: again? Yes. Just in your memory. Oh, okay. Um, Well, I'm there, and I think with John Perry Barlow, and uh, if I can expound on that character for a moment, uh, because I I mentioned him in the continuity in the beginning. So he is one of the lyricists for The Grateful Dead. And um, so he's written Althea and Cassidy and uh, many other songs. He used to write with Bob Weir. Um, And he is some kind of a computer genius who had a whole career in the hacker world. And I think he also lived on a ranch. So he also did some therapeutic work with having kids stay on his ranch um, and so much else. So he died recently, a couple of years ago. And I had not known about him before. He was the lyricist? You know, and Robert Hunter. So those are the two lyricists. But I, of course, I knew about Robert Hunter. I never knew about John Perry Barlow. But after he died, I read everything I could find on him. I really love him.
1: And just to clarify, lyricist is someone who writes words.
0: For a song, yes.
1: Okay, just in case no somebody didn't know
0: that. And here's another interesting aside. When I was in high school, I was in an art class, and Mr. Barbaro was my teacher, and we had to make a business card. Yeah, what what would our business? So of course it was larger than that. But what what would our business card look like? And I spoke with Mr. Barbaro, Like I didn't know what to call myself. And then what we came to together is that I am a lyricist. So that is a lovely uh, parallel. Very interesting. Yeah. So
1: now would you tell us the the short part of that dream about the Buddhist?
0: So, well, I just didn't understand. I couldn't square it. You know, he said he's a Buddhist.
1: Well, just, yeah, just tell it as it happened in the dream.
0: Okay. So I'm at a rest area standing on the sidewalk, and I'm standing next to a man who looks quite like John Perry Barlow, and he's a hunter, and he has two kills with him, in two separate plastic bags. One is a bear and I think a brown bear and one is a bird. I'm not sure what kind of a bird. Um and I I feel upset about that and you know he says he's Oh no, and then I ask, "Well, I hope you at least ate the bear meat." You know, cuz that's how I can square hunting in my head, you know, as if it's your food and that's really fine in my mind. So um so he said no, I'm a Buddhist. He didn't eat the bear. So I I suppose that means he's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I couldn't quite make sense of that. How how could a Buddhist then take a life? You know, two lives.
1: Right, right. So it's like yeah, yeah. So that's the hypocritical part of if, it. It felt that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was beautiful about
0: the bird and bowing down. Oh, oh, I I hadn't thought about it like that, like bowing down to the bird, like well, to the healing. What am I bowing to? This is awesome.
1: Right. Right. That it was a
0: healing bird. Yeah. I even refer to it as the healing bird, yeah. and I think of it as a grouse. And actually, interestingly, um, also from my follow-up from the medicine cards that I spoke about from uh, David Carson and and a woman named Jamie, uh, the grouse is the sacred spiral dancer. So and the bird has like that quality for your medicine, what? and uh, so a sacred spiral dancer comes and and heals that which had lost.
1: It's life. That sounds like it would be good in a poem
0: or something oh, a lyricist oh, might write. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you clever? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really beautiful. I love how you
0: said bowing down to the bird. Like, not, I know you didn't say that, but bowing down in honor of
1: mm-hmm. the gifts
0: that the bird is bringing, the awe, bowing down in awe of how how awesome is healing yeah and the bird
1: like we've been talking about angels too yes bird and angels and healing
0: nice yeah yeah then i think it's kind of interesting i'd like to know a little more about this part of the dream that after the bird the grouse heals you know the two creatures you know the bear and the bird the bear turns into a hen he
1: healed
0: the two creatures. Yeah. The, the bird, was yeah. it, yeah, he yeah. or she,
1: or? or...
0: Uh, I'm thinking she, but I'm After be... she, yeah, yeah, it
1: seemed after she he, heals the yes. bear and the bird, and then what happens? The bear
0: turns into a hen. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> there the hen
1: is right now. I know. This is really the dream. Of the dream
0: has become the wake dream. <laughs> the waking dream. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So, my associations with the hen, I used to live in Accord, and my neighbors, my two neighbors, shared chickens between the two of them. So they took turns, you know, letting them out in the morning, putting them in at night, the whole thing. And um, positive association. Well, N- until <laughs> oh dear, I so I used to go up to the chicken coop all the time. This might be hen rated. Hen rated. So, uh, so I was wearing sandals, and I have kind of long toes because they are longish, and I was wearing sandals. And a hen, a little red hen, thought my toe was a worm, and pecked at my foot so hard, like you don't understand the strength of which they peck with.
1: It's wow. like the strength of
0: the like, hammer hitting wow, my toe. like a pterodactyl. I know. And that was the last time I ever wore sandals up to the chicken coop. <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, well, maybe then that bear would be able to protect himself as a pen who could peck
0: yeah. the,
1: you. That's yeah. what you associate. Oh, yeah. So a yes. peck. The Next time that Buddhist comes around, that hypocritical Buddhist, which is interesting because I'm going through something at my sangha where we're trying to get very honest with each other and do what everybody feels is best. And it's very difficult. And I feel like there is a feeling there. There's a feeling of ease of spirit. Part, that we want ease of spirit, yeah. and then there's another feeling of wanting to have a real structure. Okay, and so the structure people and the and the the um, you know the looser people are kind of like having to deal with this, but in the meantime we're sitting and uh, in uh, you know silence and we yes. maintain and we get this really and then we're like. You son of a bitch! No, we, we're not actually saying that, but we're it? saying it in Buddhist terms. Like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyway, it it it'll get better. But we yeah, are, but we right are, now you're yeah. In a, what we're in doing a, is using yeah. consensus, and people aren't okay. used to using consensus. Consensus building so, is tough. Yeah, but then that's the best. Surely is. It's like you know. It's like sex where you know it might take a long time and whatever <laughs> but, but it's yeah. worth it it's right. worth every yeah. moment yeah. okay okay <laughs> my dog is eating a uh an like elephant a dumbo elephant leave it
0: you have yours he could play with that that's a yucky oh. little thing you want it <laughs> cool. Cool. so uh yeah yeah so Michelle, thank you so much. I really I want to think about this more. I'm, I you give you've given me a lot to chew on.
1: And it's a wonder, like not that bear though.
0: Not the bear. I'm not going to eat that bear. Oh right, maybe I should eat some bear meat. Maybe to honor the stream, I should eat some bear meat. And all my lovely vegetarian and vegan listeners are saying, Ew! Huh. No, I mean, I've had bear meat before. I live in the country. <laughs> so, Michelle, thank you so much, and please share your dream now.
1: Wait, I had one other question. What about that healing bird? How did, what did she do to heal them?
0: It was like she pecked them. She just went up to each of them. And so she pecked? She pecked them. Two. Like the hen. Like the hen. Yeah. Right.
1: So she pecked them and then they got better.
0: That which can hurt you can also save you.
1: (laughs) Wow. You think?
0: Wow.
1: There we were. I'm glad I had one other question. I'm glad you had
0: one other question. Like too. Columbo.
1: I've been watching Columbo and that's <laughs> oh. taught me. He always to asks ask that one, one last other question. <laughs> does he? Is that his thing? <laughs> his thing. Every single time. Okay. I, I didn't mean, know he that. does it like three times he in asks a program. One or other four. question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Her>. <laughs> well, my one other question in this dream. My one question was, did you eat the bear meat? And he said, "No, I'm a Buddhist." And then my one other question was saying to the healing bird, "You know, can you heal me too?"
1: But you know what? I know we're supposed to do my thing, but right. But the thing that was so upsetting was that the bear that it was such waste. It was, right. but yes. it was saying that to be a Buddhist in in kind of like. Killing is the worst, but he's not noticing that he's killing, but he's observing this kind of like the Pharisees, like the Pharisees observed the letter of the law, but then they
0: really... Not the spirit of the law.
1: Yes. And it it was so transparent. And
0: that's what Jesus would go around uh, unmasking. In, uh, In Judaism, they say we read from the Torah scroll, the black letters is like, you know, what? is apparent before us very literal and it's the spaces between the letters that is teaching more of the moral or mystical lessons wow that's beautiful the spaces the spaces be- between, between letters. letters yeah wow
1: okay i'm going to just write that down oh i'll write it down wait people listening spaces in between <laughs> the letters the letters <laughs> Yeah. That's beautiful letters.
0: So it's not only what's written in black. It's also the white on the scroll that's not filled in. Okay. So
1: I have my dream. Uh, Let's see. So I dreamt we were in Jamaica. We are in Jamaica. Oh, we are in Jamaica. Okay. We are in Jamaica. Hey, everybody. We are Jamaicans in Jamaica. And I've got the worst Jamaican accent.
0: I know. I know. I'm like, no, it's not quite. (laughs) We
1: are Jamaicans in Jamaica. You're
0: rolling your arms.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we, oh, I wanted to make one thing clear. I've been thinking about dreams and waking states a lot. And it's the waking dream and the sleeping dream. But I was thinking of not just the waking dream, the day dream, because it's really a day and we're dreaming it.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, and that's even another dream to explore. Yes. Yeah, do you daydream? I I don't daydream so much anymore, but I used to daydream a lot when I was younger. Well, I
1: think the whole day is a dream.
0: Right, as do I. <sighs> like what
1: we're doing now, yeah. the whole thing. We it's just what's at night yeah. you dream and when I dream, I think it's real. Yes. And then
0: when I'm and then in the day I think it's real. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're asleep in the dream. I love that. Is that, Isn't that like a Hindu idea that we are all within the mouth of Vishnu at, who is dreaming? Like we are, we just exist inside Vishnu's dream, the God's dream. Hmm.
1: Okay. We are in Jamaica or an island like St. John searching for dolphins and blue water. The blue water is there. Tara, Kate, and I, we see a bunch of beautiful stuff underneath the sea, but no dolphins. And I came up with the idea that we go around the island and Google the best Dolphin spots. But then we realized we had to catch a plane at 10 the next morning. Disappointed in the beauty. Next
0: time. That's the whole dream? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Karma, please stop knocking into my microphone. Um Karma. So... You have to just leave him be, Michelle. He can have that toy. Okay. Uh, So, okay, I'm just going to walk you through my dream teacher, Robert Moss's lightning dream work. So I first want to ask you, do you have a title for this dream or what would you title this dream? Dolphins,
1: where are you?
0: And do you remember how you felt when you woke up from this dream? I was happy. Yes. But I was
1: also like, uh, yeah, I had wished we had found the dolphins. Yeah. And I didn't, I also didn't like that I had to go. To go where? Well, I had to leave oh, to and leave. catch a yeah. plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I didn't have to catch a plane, I would have right. been able to hang out and find the...
0: Yeah, oh, I see. Not long enough. So... Okay, I want to do this methodically, but I have a million questions. Let me see how they fit into the lightning dream work. So, um, so what are, do you have any questions about this dream in particular? Well, I have a
1: bunch of dreams, kind of similar, like where I have to go someplace, or I don't quite see the dolphins, right? But I mean, my favorite place is under the water. Wow. Like just looking at things and doing nothing. Yes, and just looking and just finding.
0: Like I, what? What did you see? You said you you and the young women saw beautiful things under the water.
1: Uh, I don't co- quite remember, but usually it's like octopuses and wow. and I mean that's what I want to see. Yes. And I did see an octopus and and oh, uh, really, yeah. Wow. Under They're the so water.
0: smart. They're like smartest people.
1: They're smarter than anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so which is
0: just crazy, kooky, weird. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. So so yeah. So octopuses and. And you're supposed to say octopuses. Instead of octopi. Right. Yeah. That's the real way is octopuses. Anyway, octopuses. I I learned
0: that too. Why do we know this random fact?
1: (gasps) Under the sea. (laughs) So um, anyway, yeah. So there's beautiful things under the water and sponges and coral and and those parrot fish.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you said the water is so blue. Oh yeah. 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 So um now we'll do a reality check and that is to say you know have you had experiences on such an island and tell us about the younger women in the dream and um tell us about St. John.
1: Well St. John is the most beautiful place that I've ever been And it's just uh, just going under and snorkeling. I think I just did. That's where I had that adventure. And I was following the octopus around, and the octopus would change color like wherever it went and change texture. Is this a
0: waking dream?
1: Yeah, I didn't know about this. This is you met an octopus
0: when you were snorkeling. Yes, really. Tell tell me, tell the story. I want to hear this. Okay.
1: I was saying daydream because I now I know why because it's like in the other dream I'm awake too. Wow! That's why I wanted to change it to daydream. Yeah. Not for you. I don't. I'm not. But for that's why I stopped you because I was just had that realization yes. that the daydream, not waking, because why is this waking and not sleeping waking? Very true. Very true. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Th- yeah, I so, just had yeah. this realization. That's why I keep
0: talking okay. about it. Sorry. Oh, please don't be. Thank you for sharing this. So, um, so, and then Robert Moss also asked a question in the reality check: Could anything happen in the future from this dream? Do you think you might be going to St. John in the future? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, so that could happen in the uh, yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
1: Kate is my niece, and Tara's my daughter. Wonderful. So
0: wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and have you ever met a dolphin in the wild, or or in captivity?
1: I actually had this amazing experience with a dolphin last year in Ireland. Oh, yeah. There's this dolphin. Uh, and uh i we were going to uh one of the little islands i forget the name of the island but uh it was like the cliffs of mar huh. by the cliffs there and uh there are these islands in my country and so i uh we were going there and there was a little uh i saw a dolphin at, by where the pier was oh, and i was lovely. like oh wow and then uh as we were on the uh as we were going there the uh the captain told me that uh the dolphin's name is uh Dusty oh. after Dusty Springfield okay because they had spread her ashes <gasps> oh. there when she died
0: the, the dolphin when she died
1: no dusty springfield oh, the singer
0: oh oh where where this is in ireland in the
1: Cliffs of Moher. Oh, really? Yeah. So
0: they named the dolphin after her.
1: Right. Beautiful. And, and her name was Dusty. And um, and so I said, will I see her again? Because she was right by the shore and yeah. we were leaving. Yes. And, oh, well, sometimes, but not usually. Okay. And then we went and we saw the island and everything. and. Uh, they, yeah, they had her mother and father had spread her ashes there, oh. and then three weeks later, Dusty appeared. Oh, and oh, then she's lovely. been there ever since, a lone dolphin.
0: Beautiful.
1: And so, I come back, and uh, it was so beautiful there. The, the it was blue, 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 nice. blue, and it was most of Ireland isn't blue, 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 but the, this island. I hope it comes to me. But anyway, you can find it
0: yeah.
1: on uh on the map. Um
0: we can revisit it in the follow-up.
1: Yeah, that would be great. It's so blue. It's like Caribbean blue, wow. right? Wow. Right around this one little island, yes. right? And so I didn't see any dolphins and right. my friends and I had a, you know, a great time and we and then we came back and then I said, "I wonder if there's a dolphin around there." Yeah. And I I had all my clothes on and and stuff like that and uh and I wonder if Dusty's around. And then I saw her. Oh, I love it. And then I got so excited and Aki and Ami were with me. Oh and, and my friend. They came with you
0: you all went to St. John together? No, this no, is Ireland. Ireland. Oh my
1: gosh. And then, and then we're all I like know on, you the, joined sh- them on that the shore. And, and and I love and, it. And uh and then uh I said I've got to jump in oh with this and you're dolphin, all <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay. And it, the water was cold; it okay. was ah, Caribbean. Ah, ah, ah. So <laughs> <I'm> dr- <laughs> I jump. I'm like, okay. And I work up my nerve, and I jump in, and I'm looking for the dolphin, and the dolphin's not. Dusty's not there, and then I come to the uh, oh shore, and but the and the kids are like stop, stop. The, right by the pier on a, on a stairway. Yeah. the dolphin came right up. to Oh me. my god. And so I was petting the dolphin oh, and the dolphin yeah. looked a lot like this dog. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> "Hello, hello." Yes. And then <laughs> yeah, and then I was and I was uh, h- like almost hugging the dolphin. Yeah. I I had it just like this with my hand under oh, his jaw. Oh my gosh. Under his beak. So special. At her beak and and then Aki and Ami were petting them too. I love it. And then I I um, I got out and swimmers came and sh- and they go. I said the dolphin, the dolphin, and because Dusty left, yeah. And then uh, they go, oh, we never go swimming here when the dolphin's here because sometimes she can be nasty. Oh. Ah. That's so funny. Yes, oh. and she goes, and they don't. She doesn't usually come at this time.
0: Oh. That that's so funny. So Michelle, mm-hmm. I, I have a dolphin story. Oh my gosh. So in 1994, I went to Israel for my first time there and, uh, my mom was dying. I was really there to pray, to spare her life. It was very, you know, sad. So, uh, so I went to Israel and I fell in love with a friend who's not my guy. And, um, we ended up traveling down to the Sinai Peninsula together, and we were in Dahab, which is, uh, you know, it's Egypt, but it's, you know, it's right in between Egypt and Israel. And um, we're the Red Sea, and there was a wild dolphin that lived in that area. And so the two of us went swimming with the dolphin. She let me put my arms Around her, and swam with me. And it was such a special, special, special time wow. so um, and then the, uh, the a further tragedy is when I came back to the states. So I don't know how much longer this was, uh because I was pregnant with Phelan, who's twenty one now. and um and I went to my aunt's house. I was very big and pregnant, and went to my aunt's house. And she was watching Lifetime channel, and there was a documentary about this wild dolphin in Dahab, in the Sinai Peninsula, her, she herself. And the documentary was talking about how she was pregnant. So I was pregnant at that time, and I just thought such a, you know, connection. And, um, but then the documentary goes on to tell how her baby uh, pup died, her pup died. So. Then I thought that was so sad, you know. Because, you know. And lose. she
1: knew you were pregnant because they can uh Well, I don't think they I was pregnant s- in
0: Israel. Oh, oh, oh. But
1: I was got pregnant after that. Oh wow, how beautiful. <laughs> but they can, if she <laughs> yeah, were pregnant, I they can see it's just into incredible. You with sonar. It's just yeah, incredible. With sonar. Wow.
0: Yeah. So wow. your dream. let's go back to your dream. So uh what is your daughter's relationship with dolphins? uh she uh, she
1: doesn't really have like what I could think of as a relationship right. she doesn't i used to swim with dolphins too i love it yeah yeah for but uh for for and uh i used to uh be a dolphin trainer trainee at, at Seaquarium. aquarium oh
0: my gosh yeah that was always a dream of mine to yeah. work with wild dolphins. And the, but
1: they weren't wild. They were, And right, then it, one it, would, uh, uh, Maya would uh, take me for rides around the tank. Oh,
0: I love it. But
1: it was a terrible little tank, and yes. I never realized it back then, okay. you know? Yeah. I didn't realize it, which is amazing to me. But right. oh, Well, actually, I did try and free things every once in a while, ah. even in zoos. But yeah. that's another story. That's a
0: whole other story. <laughs> yes. but <laughs> Right, right. So, uh, so you, anyway, Did you, tar- you read, oh. I'm sorry, you were answering my question, but just a quick aside, that Canada just uh, passed legislation that it's now illegal to have any marine mammals in captivity. And so no sea worlds, no nothing. No, you can't do it anymore in Canada. How wonderful. I know.
1: Because I, know. I think of the octopus that I know in uh, Long Island, okay. the, in in the Long Island Aquarium. And it's so sad because oh. he's just in this one little tank and it's so little.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. Anyway, but... Um, So, yeah, so Tara hasn't really swam with dolphins or anything with me. I wish I maybe that's another thing. What about your niece? And my niece, both of them love
0: swimming. Okay.
1: But yeah, maybe that's
0: a way you can honor this dream by taking them both to swim with dolphins. Mm.
1: But we'd have to do wild dolphins, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. They'd yeah. have to the dolphins would want to have to swim with us, right? Yeah. Just like yours.
0: You'll have to go to um, you know, the Gulf Coast in Florida. There's a lot of dolphins there.
1: But you know what the one other part of the dream that when we talk and and um is that although there was so much there that I wanted yeah. something else. Yes. And that was something. And that came through when on the retelling of this dream. Is that I had Tara, who I love more than anybody, and Kate, who I love more than anybody, and uh, the beautiful water and everything else. But I was wanting something else.
0: And so I was going to ask you, before getting embroiled in this lightning dreamer process, my question to you is, Is there anything in your life that's reminiscent of that feeling of like, oh, it's not quite what I wanted. You know, it's just not exactly what I wanted. I'm a little disappointed. Does that remind you of anything from your life? Maybe
1: what... uh... Yes, sometimes I get like like what I was talking to you about when I was looking for the pen. It's like
0: right.
1: I I need this. Yes. I have everything else, but I need this and yes. it's I mean even if it's my car keys, but it's like still it's like that needing something that yes. I can't find yes. or I don't have. Yes. And and uh yeah,
0: instead of being where just satisfied with what you do have and grateful yeah. for what you do have, so I think yeah. this uh, meditation Michelle and I are going to undertake for healing based on a book called "You Are the Placebo."
1: Yes, who's the author? Joe Dispenza.
0: So we're going to start a meditation visualization of, um, you know, how what would we like to see unfold for us in our lives because the healing is already at hand. So um I look forward to that. We'll we'll write about that, but that's going to be an awesome project, Michelle.
1: Okay, wonderful.
0: Yeah, I look forward to that. So um yeah, but and I think and the reason I bring that up is because I think that part of that meditation is having gratitude for already having the healing even though You know, even though I may be so compromised in my movement right now, I have to believe that I have the healing, right? So, and then be grateful. So that's why I bring that up is because I I recognize that feeling of like, it's not exactly what I wanted, you know, like I'm disappointed. But um, I guess the other side of it is just be grateful.
1: Yeah, because in that disappointment is a lack. Yes. And so yes. when you were talking about abundance or yes. well, feeling the abundance, being the abundance. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah, I I definitely see that. The, disappointment is a lack. And gratitude
1: is Abundant. the highest. What they've found, in, in at least Joe Dispenza has done all this, the, um, what's it called, uh, research and all. And, uh, and has compiled others' research. And uh, what, there's, what they're coming up with is, which my friend said to me the other day, just on intuition, is gratitude is the highest state. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. So not love, gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that interesting? But I Isn't think it? gratitude is yeah. love.
0: And then I'm wondering also where, where does humility fit in because I think that's a very important property that I just am not seeing so much of in politics these years, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: well, that's another story. <laughs> uh,
0: right, right. That's so your friend just was saying that. Where did she put love in the hierarchy? If gratitude is the highest, is the second step love, or you think it's the one and the same?
1: gratitude yeah in a sense gratitude is kind of like being obviously being thankful but like it's in your heart yes and love is in your heart in my heart and gratitude like I'm thinking where is it it's feeling in my heart okay and love love sometimes is what i'm thinking if i'm loving you yeah. it's in my heart but it's going to you okay but gratitude is more coming to me
0: oh okay. i mean when i
1: just felt it just now yeah like gratitude i'm i'm really grateful that we are doing this yes and so that's in here but yes. oh i love you and that's going out okay
0: okay yeah so so just you know just keep the this- thinking out of your head (laughs) keep it in your heart my dear yes (laughs) yeah so yeah so uh yeah there's something really big about acceptance in this dream for me if it's my dream I'm feeling I recognize this part of myself that's that's not quite satisfied and um and you know it's not played upon too much these days because I'm you know kind of walked past that. but um, but I recognize it. it's a tough that's a tough lesson. Mm-hmm. It's really okay because there was all these cool things under the water. you know, so it's not like I get no reward. I just don't get my chosen reward. you know, but there's mm-hmm. another universal working that's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then we ask, you know, how can you honor this dream, which you we talked about a little bit, taking your niece and your daughter to swim with dolphins. <laughs> that's
1: what I got to do now. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's how you can honor this dream.
1: Well, we can go to the ocean.
0: Well, I would like to come. I really would like to come. I must mm-hmm. get to the ocean. Oh, I'll take you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Tally-ho. <laughs> okay, we're on our way. Yeah, I'm getting I, my hat. <laughs> okay, I have to find my sunglasses. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really would like to. So how how long is your daughter in from California?
1: For about uh, two weeks. Lovely. Yeah.
0: Great. And will your niece be coming to visit?
1: Well, I'll go out on the island and go out oh. swimming with both of them.
0: Oh, there you go. And then we'll have to make another It'll yeah, have day. to be like Asbury Park or something. They have the best boardwalk for my electric scooter. Oh. You know, it's just like boardwalk. Asbury Park is such a But how do you groovy. get to
1: the water?
0: Oh, just right down off the boardwalk.
1: Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. And of course, we'll go with
0: Lev. He'll be a great playmate for you.
1: All right. Good.
0: Uh, We need to bring you a friend. We can't take you (laughs) away without your friend. Age level. Uh, (laughs) Young at heart. Oh, wonderful. So, well, thank you, Michelle, for coming today and for doing dream work with me. And I hope that we'll have. You know a a long a long future of working on this podcast together. Yes, when when you are available,
1: and we'll keep you posted and us posted on uh, how we're doing with our meditation. Yes,
0: yeah, yes. So the first step of the meditation is to write down very simply what we hope to see. You know, so what I'm unclear on, Michelle, is because healing of the physical body is paramount for me but then I also have some prayers related to doing this podcast and I also so it's like is it just the healing or can you use the a visualization for other aspects you of can your life?
1: do you can do it for whatever you want to do it okay for but I would focus maybe focus on the healing yeah one at a time okay but in his book, he has a meditation for two things. Okay, but I we were just going to do the one. We don't want
0: to get too complicated.
1: <laughs> yes, but, yeah. So maybe one start one. Okay, and then go on to and the then next. To maybe advance,
0: advance to two. Yeah. Okay, sounds good.
1: Or or if we find that meditation, we can do both. You know, we have so, to record
0: that so we can listen to it. Yeah, you know, I would like to do that. Okay, Michelle. Well again, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was be
1: was is very instructive and informative and fun.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. That's what we were hoping for. So and to our listeners, thank you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And until we meet again.